For Thursday, August 26th, the 238th day of 2021. There are 127 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, guiding you through In the Know at K105. On the Church Country Station, 1039 The Moose. Live online at K105.com. Via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud or iTunes podcast. On Facebook Watch, on YouTube Live, on Periscope. And the hashtag is In the Know. Coming up today, we will update you on the latest news headlines from around the community the county, the commonwealth, and the country. We will have day number 14 of Where's Quacky. We will also have the water cooler question. It will be your chance to win to prove you're the smartest person around the water cooler. And we'll celebrate a birthday today. That and a whole lot more coming up today here on In the No. Settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire. Is my beautiful wife. The beautiful girl. It's me. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? I'm great. Yep. Yeah. Having a big day today? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We'll talk about it in just a moment, okay. a little in more detail. When we travel, we are people who try and uh, do what we can to help housekeeping staff when possible, whether it's a hotel or yeah, et cetera, yeah. and uh, just kind of be uh, just kind of be helpful. There's a guy from the United Kingdom who's gone viral. He is his name is Darren Dowling, and he posted a picture of his hotel room when he is checking out. And he has stripped the bed of the sheets and the like all the all the stuff that's on the bed. He's gone ahead and stripped it and then folded it neatly for housekeeping when they come in. I love that. Yeah, but we don't always do that. No, we don't. We don't go. We don't go to that level. We just right. kind of feel like keeping things tidy. But he's like going above and beyond trying to. Make it super easy for his wife must be a housekeeper or something like that, you know, trying to understand maybe how hard work it is. He is the five-time winner of the coveted Ohio Newshawk Award, two-time Silver Sound nominee covering every corner of the globe, London, Moscow, Paris, and even Tokyo. He's Sam Gormley. And the sports. Morning, Sam. Morning, Ralph. How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm doing well. The reason I mentioned Tokyo is because I'm watching... Uh, some of the Paralympic Games. I saw one clip yesterday of a swimmer who shattered the world record yes. by like four or five seconds. I am amazed at the number of divisions they have and then what level of, I guess it's technically a disability, what they have based upon the class. But then last night I got to see wheelchair rugby. Huh. And then I got to see a version of handball where they wear masks so it impairs your vision and you have to rely upon sound 
to then know when the ball is coming and they would lay on their side and get as wide as possible so that they could keep the ball from going in the goal. I found it to be rather remarkable. So it's uh, it's really neat. It's on. Uh, you can watch it. I think on NBC SN. It's on uh, and several of the networks of NBC. So it's uh, pretty interesting. It's uh, August twenty sixth. <laughs> so we harken back to August twenty sixth of nineteen seventy nine, when one Crystal Joy Davis. Yes, I went there. Was right? born into the world. Well, that's, that was, that's what you were born as. That is my given name. This date, 1979. Are you having a good day so far? I am, yes. I'm, you've been, you've been sh- showered with happy birthdays already. I've yes. seen that. I mean, yeah, it, it's been a lot. You've received a delivery this morning. Yes. Oh, Lordy. Yeah, look at that little one. <laughs> there she is on the screen. Yeah. Oh. This is what I call during your what are you looking at, man phase. Oh, well. That's a story we know that not everybody knows. What, what are you looking that, at, that, man? That, is that's right the here. one right yeah. there. What are you looking so at, So I man? wore that dress. What are you looking at, man? <laughs> yeah. So in some true. type of pageant. What are you looking at? And I think you've never stopped asking that. What are you looking at, man? <laughs> I got it. So uh, number 42 today. Yeah. I don't have to. Re- I already revealed that because I said you were born in 1979. There's, yeah. there's the photo right. of. Uh, of my mother-in-law and Katy Perry. <laughs> That's what I always think of when I see that photograph. My mother-in-law and Katy Perry. Who just happens to in that photo look a whole lot like you. All right, so do you have any birthday wishes that you're able to that you're able to share? Not really. I mean, I will tell you, my day has already been so great. Yeah. Um, all the people that love me have reached out. You were the first one to say happy birthday this morning. I got on the record. I yeah. Did, I needed to get in the scorebook early. Lulu was the second. Yeah. Anna was the third. Only okay. because she woke up later. And then, I mean, it, it's already been a good day. Okay, so. so you dropped a layoff at school this morning. Did she tell my secret between the house and the school drop-off? What's the secret? Okay, good. Then she didn't tell you, so that means it answers, uh, answers oh. my question. So, okay. Hope you have a good day today. And, um, I'll plan uh, uh, How many notifications do you have on Facebook at the moment? I that don't usually, even know. You don't know? <laughs> I don't even know. Have you broke 100 yet? Probably so. Uh, yeah. They stack up. Yeah. They stack up pretty quickly. It's going to be a continued hot and humid day with a... Chance of a few thunderstorms for your birthday today. It'll be later in the day. Um, we'll see some scattered, strong, and heavy thunderstorms possible today and throughout tomorrow. But just because of the heat uh, in the atmosphere, just making things um, very dynamic. But we're going to see a stronger cold front early next week. It'll bring more rain and thunderstorms into the forecast. We could also see a tropical system getting involved in our weather next week as well, so it's still early, but kind of keep an eye on things and let you know how your mileage may be next week. Scattered thunderstorms, a high in the upper to mid-90s today. Partly cloudy tonight, a uh, 2 in 10 chance of rain, and a low of 76 overnight. Scattered thunderstorms tomorrow and a high again, maybe not quite as hot tomorrow as today, we'll say in the lower 90s for tomorrow. Uh, That's what uh, you can expect weather-wise. 
We are also hearing um, today nationally that the Pentagon says its uh, U.S. troops will must get their COVID-19 vaccines ASAP and moving up some of the deadlines that they had set for later in September by having that taken care of. We're also seeing other companies. Uh, Delta Airlines is one. Uh, they are going to charge, starting I think in November, going to charge their employees $200 a month if they are not uh, vaccinated and they say they're kind of recouping some of their health care costs. I'm not, I don't know how they came up with that number and don't know that it's going to be widely supported, but that's at least what they're trying to do to incentivize people to get a COVID-19 vaccine. Yesterday, the governor of Kentucky reported 4,849 new COVID-19 cases. That's the third highest number of cases announced in a single day since we started dealing with this mess. So no signs of slowing down, at least uh, as of now. The state incidence rate at 79.65, but you get some pockets that are way higher than uh, than that. I remember the day we went over, we had, you know, 5,000 or some high number, and it was because the first time we got into that, it, it shocked everyone that the number was that big. It was because of some type of testing audit or a um, some type of glitch in the system glitch in, you know, yeah, whatever it Excuses they they hung on those over the period of time, but that was a really high number. And as I understand, this is a real number. That's a real one day number. And thirty thirty one percent of those cases are people eighteen and under. But maybe most significantly, sixty five new deaths in one day. That's a lot. And so, absolutely, when you start seeing a number, when you see a ventilator number go up high you know that you're days away from seeing an inflated mortality number, and that's uh, certainly regretful. But now 7,640 Kentuckians lost. Our positivity rate at 13.16, which um, I think is, yeah, it's a record high at 13.16. Now hospitalizations, because I think there's, there's important information in the hospitalizations to understand where we are. Um. There are 2,074 people currently hospitalized. That's up 181 from Monday. I'm giving you the numbers reported yesterday, so they'll change again today. 48 hours. Yeah, so um, that's almost a couple of hundred more than Monday. There are 549 in ICU, which is down by 40. So hospitalizations up, ICU down by about 40. But 338 ventilator patients, and that number is flatlined. That number is pretty much virtually the same as it was the day before. So um, I, I don't know where the peak of this is, but, you know, it's not going to take too long before um, you, you've run through such a large percentage of people on the whole. I mean, when you start talking about 5,000 Kentuckians a day, when you, if, you, if you keep that number, you'd start talking about 25,000 per weekday, if that's where we get to and we are. It doesn't take very long to go through an overwhelming majority of people that you know in the, in the community. It's kind of like we talked about yesterday with Josh Embry, is I said when your incidence rate was 12, 13, 15, even say at 25, you probably knew of someone or you'd hear, oh, this person is battling COVID or this person is hospitalized, you would hear like of some and be aware. But when you're up at 125 per capita, then you know somebody or, or quite possibly a neighbor or someone in your household has at least tested positive. It's, it's nearly impossible to avoid uh, right now. So uh, ICUs, 
The capacity in five of the state's 10 hospitals is above 80% currently, so continuing to paint problematic pictures if we keep, again, hospitalizations continue to increase. Now, ICUs are down by 40 for today, but that number could easily go back up. Uh, when we get our report later today. And that's so the scariest part, the hospitalizations, because right. that affects not just COVID patients. It clogs the healthcare pipeline for everyone involved. You've seen in more populous areas, I don't, I don't want to be an alarmist about the more rural areas, but certainly in the more populous areas where they do a larger volume of uh, elective surgeries, you're seeing large hospitals that are starting to delay those because they're having to reallocate staff to other aspects of uh, healthcare so that they can, you know, keep the wheels turning in uh, keeping us keeping us safe. I saw a headline today that the uh, that Governor Bashir also shared yesterday, kind of. I'll call it an informal case study, but if you want to use Warren County Public Schools as an example, uh, their superintendent, Rob Clayton, announced yesterday that less than two weeks after the Warren County Public Schools implemented universal masking in its schools, student quarantines dropped from 1,700 to 834, so more than half um, a drop just in a two-week period because of the implementation of universal masking. Now, you can argue whether the governor was uh, rightful in doing it or whether the Kentucky Board of Education was rightful in doing it or if it's the decision of the local school boards, but you've got at least one um, community, one school system nearby that says when we did this, quarantines dropped by 50%. Now, I will be anxious to know what quarantines do in Warren County in the next two weeks. Do they then do do they drop fifty percent again? And will it have turned the tide to get the people under control to get this under control? Because again, I go back to when thirty one percent of your positivity is eighteen and under, fifty percent of your eighteen and under can't be vaccinated at this point. And so that's why getting people away from one another and keeping the transmission person to person is so vital to slowing this down. Now, I've not seen any, uh, I've not seen any numbers for Grayson County schools over the last few days, but I do have to imagine that you're seeing, thanks to masks, you're seeing things slow down. You are, uh, we know that uh, Cougar football is under quarantine protocols, uh, COVID-19 quarantine protocols, and they will not be playing tomorrow. But the other sports, as I understand, are up and running. But I know you have students and staff and that, uh, that are quarantined. But over in Breckenridge County, their school, their middle and high school uh, is not in session today and tomorrow because of trying to get ahead of things. So, you know, different school systems are experiencing different things, and everyone's still trying to figure it out as we as we go. So, there's no easy answer. No, there's not. Uh, there's 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 not in the back of the book. You know, in the in the manual, you can't turn to this page and go, "Oh yeah, here's what we do." Uh, Sam, are you? I know you stay kind of plugged in to high school athletics around the state. Are you seeing other schools facing similar uh, scheduling issues to what we're dealing with in Grayson County? Yeah, if I would take a a rough guess, I'd say that there's probably twenty to twenty five schools that have already canceled. Edmondson County, they were supposed to play Butler County coming up on Friday night. They have canceled. Uh, Breckenridge County was supposed to play on Friday night against McLean County, I believe, and they have canceled. So it's 
it's coming through. Those are just some of the local schools right off the top, of, and there's still some more, but yeah, those that, are just ones that come straight to mind. Yeah, those are schools that are nearby. Yeah, in bordering counties. A Grayson County man is facing drug and theft charges after a search warrant was served on his property. Yesterday afternoon, about 2.30, 43-year-old Michael Wolford of Big Clifty was arrested and charged with trafficking in a controlled substance, receiving stolen property and possession of paraphernalia by the Greater Hardin County Narcotics Task Force and the Grayson County Sheriff's Office discovered drugs and multiple stolen items at his residence at 6345 Spurrier Road. Uh, more details on that. He was uh, lodged, of course. And uh, there you go on that. Uh, statewide political news. Sounds like there is a... Uh, no, before we get to that, let's talk about one, Crystal Rogers. Uh, I think many people have been following the latest developments of the FBI search in Nelson County to that neighborhood, Woodland Woodland Springs. Something like that, yeah. And um, I have been watching Shea McAllister's reporting. Yesterday, she did uh, a live report from there and said that uh, they were tractor-trailering big chunks of concrete away from the scene. The truck would be gone about five minutes, and then it would come back, and then they would load up again. I also saw she shared some photos this morning uh, socially that show big a big area in a driveway where they have really zeroed in, and they're not allowing access. If you live in that neighborhood, you're having to sign in and sign out, but they're keeping all other traffic out, and they just said res- out of respect for the people involved in the case. And so Sherry Ballard spoke with Shay McC- uh, McAllister late yesterday, and then I think there was a video produced this morning, and she said that earlier this week she had not allowed to get herself hopeful. But over the last 24 hours, some information she was receiving from the FBI was giving her reason to be optimistic that maybe finally after six years they may have at least maybe not all the answers that they want, but they may be able to have found the remains of Crystal Rogers and might be able to start to get. Um, I don't know that there will ever be closure just because of the dynamics and uh, you know her husband being shot and all that stuff, but I think everybody's just clamoring for something more than we know uh, right now. So anyway, a day that they expected to be on site one day, and now they're stretching into their third day. So if they if they weren't being fruitful or if they weren't learning, if they didn't feel like it was worth continuing the search, they wouldn't still be there because I'm pretty certain the FBI has got other issues they could focus on if they weren't being fruitful. So, I agree. Uh, a Kentucky man, this one is still a puzzler, a Kentucky man convicted in a killing after the governor's pardon. Governor Matt Bevan pardoned um, Patrick Baker on his way out of office, and then the feds came in and charged him again with a federal crime, and he's now been convicted in that case. That's one I will never, I will never, I don't know Matt Bevan personally. You know, I only met him a couple of times, and uh, it's, so I don't, I don't profess to, I, I, I don't have any idea what his, what his uh, thought process was on this, but I'd like to know what he thinks about this one now. If he, if he had this yeah. one to do over again, I don't know if he was sold a bad bill of goods. I don't know if the, I mean, very few law enforcement agencies and prosecutors, when someone is pardoned, will they spend the resources, the public resources again. To get them again. To get them again, right? to go through the process. <laughs> if they went through the high wire balancing act of getting a pardon to begin with. But as soon as he pardoned him, 
prosecutors came back and investigators came back and said, well, we're going to charge you again in the way that in the way that we can and they secured a conviction so two convictions have been secured across uh, against this man is he guilty I, I don't know two juries have decided that he is but anyway it's just very odd to me i don't you know you can say political favoritism and maybe maybe it was but i i never found most people in their right mind would not do something so overt if someone was obviously guilty would they would they pardon, especially in a, like a murder case? I, I don't know. It's, uh, it's puzzling to me. We're going to get a former Kentucky uh, a Republican floor leader in Kentucky's House will be seeking to return to elected office. He announced yesterday he'll seek a GOP nomination for commissioner of agriculture next year in the primary. Jonathan Shell of Lancaster says he has... Fu- they would want me to say Lancaster. Lancaster, Sorry. yeah, no, there's no such thing as Lancaster. <laughs> Lancaster, it's like not Garrard County, it's Garrett, Garrett County. County. Yeah, but so anyway, they want, me, they want me to say Lancaster. Um, but he says that he is uh, running, and I guess he has it on pretty good authority that the office is going to be vacated by one Ryan Quarles. Ryan Quarles acts like he's vacating the office, well, he's but term limits. He too. is term limited yeah. on that. This is his second term. It is okay. I was thinking it was his first term, but yeah, time's getting away from me. But most importantly, about Jonathan Shell's candidacy is a guy named Warren Beeler is apparently going to be his campaign chairman. Might be a name you're familiar with. Mm-hmm. That until he was turned away by Governor Bashir, he was running the governor's office of agriculture policy so um makes you kind of wonder uh, jonathan shell's kind of a young guy and there seems to be a if you look at james comer and you look at ryan quarles and you look at jonathan shell there seems to be a playbook established for if you go through that office kentucky being a very agricultural state Running through the agriculture commissioner's office gives you a good opportunity to make yourself known statewide, across the state. Prove that you have some leadership ability. You know these everybody. All three of them served in the legislature before they stepped up to the next office. And so, who knows? Sometimes you parlay those into congressional seats. Sometimes you parlay them parlay them into governorships. Sometimes you lose by forty three votes. Sometimes oh, I was going to say, or I thought you were going to throw in there. Sometimes it ends you up in prison, like. The one before oh, that, yeah, Richie Farmer. Yeah, yeah, he, he has said <laughs> but then also sometimes you can parlay your way into a really great story about riding on Air Force One with Donald Trump and Mitch McConnell. It's uh, James Comer has a tremendous story. I hope he puts it in his book someday when he writes his uh, when he writes his memoir. The UK football players' burglary case is going to the state's grand jury, so uh, Kentucky opens up what next weekend. Um, yeah, I yeah, think that's right. No. Yeah, it's Labor Day weekend that they'll open up. So, And then we learned that Kentucky basketball will host Southern in a series designed at uh, creating greater unity. Southern is led by, what, former cat? Sean Woods. Sean Woods will be returning to uh, Rupp Arena to um, play his old, to play his alma mater. So that will happen at some point in time. We're already talking about the basketball schedule. Must be getting late in the summer. we got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got plenty more on the way. Hang around here on M&O. Today is Women's Equality Day. All right, rock on. 
I'll probably send that because it's my birthday. Okay. Cherry Popsicle Day today. Okay. Good. And it is also Toilet Paper Day today. Have you always known that because it's your birthday? No, I've not. No. Got, <laughs> but got, got that's a good thing. It. Gotta have it, though. <laughs> It'd be a tough way to go without it, so sometimes <laughs> overlooked. It's also day number 14 of Where's Quacky. The Ducking Hunger Regatta is coming up September 6th, and if you don't have your duck adopted or sponsored yet, you may be missing out on $1,000, so we encourage you to participate. Tiffany Saltzman knew that Quacky spent the day yesterday at the Caneyville Elementary School. This was tough. It was hard. It was hard. You almost would just have to have been in this room (laughs) to know that's where it was because there was no context. Uh, It could have been probably in any of, well, probably might not have been in the high school, but and my, maybe not in the middle school, but, but potentially, I mean, potentially you know. it could have been there. But uh, Caneyville Elementary School is where Quacky spent the day yesterday. So congratulations, Tiffany. She has uh, her own duck and a K one hundred five T shirt. Now here's your opportunity to win. Where is Quacky spending on day number fourteen over on the K one hundred five Facebook page? There is a photograph of Quacky and. Um, um, I don't. I don't know what he is. I don't know how to describe. Nor do I. I. I don't want to say too much because it might be a giveaway. But uh, Quacky is in a particular location today, and underneath this photo on the K one hundred five Facebook page, comment where Quacky is spending the day, and we may be announcing your name this time tomorrow as being the latest winner. But uh, no matter whether you are or are not the winner, we need you to go to gc alliance dot com. And sponsor your very own duck for the Ducking Hunger Regatta. It'll be on Labor Day, and you may win $1,000. That's coming quick. It's coming very quick. What, a week from Monday? Yeah. So just be be prepared. Here's the – just help the Alliance out. It's Obviously, we've learned over the last year and a half, if we thought they were important before, they're off the charts important now. And a $5, you wouldn't – you wouldn't – you probably don't fully understand what a $5 contribution to sponsor a duck actually does. 13 in the way meals, of what isn't it, that right? Yeah, it's, it's yeah. a lot. And um, so you'd be helping your fellow man. And quite frankly, eventually, you might be helping yourself because you never quite know. Um, there are people that have, over the last year and a half, found them in need of the alliance that maybe they wouldn't have thought they ever needed before. So so very important. Here's the weekend funny tweets, the first section, the weekend funny tweets from women. <laughs> M. Dixon says, I feel drunk with power when I go to delete an app and all the other apps quiver in fear. Like <laughs> you know, when you hold that one and they all shake yeah. and like, mm-hmm. which one are you which one are you coming for? Is it going to be me? Dana Donnelly says, on one hand, I want to live in the middle of nowhere, but on the other hand, I need to buy a $7 iced oak milk latte every morning. Hard to have a balance between those two. Yeah, I don't have that problem. I mean, I could transfer that into something else that I couldn't. Yeah, like Whatever the luxury is. whatever Whatever your vice might be. Uh, YKTFV says, that's an oddly spelled name. YKTFV says, parents be like, I don't have a favorite child. Then use one of your siblings' birth dates as a password. (laughs) Yeah. It happens. (laughs) A few from the guys. 
the nefarious A.A. Ron, nefarious A.A. Ron said, welcome to parenting. People who actually eat dirt will now criticize your cooking. (laughs) (laughs) That is kind of, you know, the things kids will eat. And then they say, oh, you didn't make that very well. And then Wren says, once I started my own, once I started spending my own money, I realized mom was right. We do have food at home. Right? (laughs) Just saying. Can we get something? No, we have food at home. But then suddenly when the shoe's on the other foot. You start to realize. (laughs) You realize maybe old mom was right. Mm -hmm. I have, um, you know, it's been a while since we've had an elementary school student in our household. And so (laughs) we've been settling into the back-to-school routine with a lot of people as well. And um, I haven't been as involved as as you have, but I have enjoyed it. I have enjoyed seeing... um, Alea grow in a few short weeks and the stories that she has to tell and sense of accomplishment when good things happen and she's just experiencing new things and learning new things all the time. And, you know, I have, um, I have all, I have always said, and perhaps you've heard me say on the show before, I'm always two to three questions away from what did you have for lunch at school today? That's in my arsenal of I always want to know what you had for lunch at school today, to which Alea has had a whole lot of I forgot so mm-hmm. far, which means she probably didn't eat anything or didn't eat anything but one thing or the thing that yeah. she wanted. But I ran across this article today that says the 35 questions, and I'm not, we're not going to cover all 35, but 35 questions to ask after school Instead of, what did you do today? So I've tried to be very uh, specific with Alea and ask her what her favorite thing was about school today, mm-hmm. to which the answer has been everyday recess. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, are, are you surprised? No, right? no, not, like- no not, not, not at all. But uh, because I, I have learned from previous opportunities how was school today? Good, fine, right? Conversation killer. They just give you one-word answers. So if you ask an open-ended question, then maybe you're more likely to get a response, except for <laughs> recess. <laughs> so I'm going to have to change up my tactics. But here are some of what the experts say that maybe you should do when you see your kids after school. One, don't pepper your child with questions right away. They're not ready yet. No, they're not. When they get in the car, they need to get settled in to their seat. Take their mask off. Yes, take their mask off. Maybe have a Gatorade or whatever your child's yeah. beverage of choice is. And you've just been sitting there waiting for them. Yes. Or you've been at home waiting for them to get off the bus. And they've been in transit, right? right. Things mm-hmm. have been happening. And so I just I will tell you also as someone who doesn't like to be pounced on when I walk through a door, Kids don't want to be pounced on either, so they don't want to be peppered with questions. Give them a little time. The uh, ask them open-ended questions. You know, how was school today is going to give you it was either good or bad, right? You're you're destining that question for 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 being finite because there's only two options they can give you, or well, okay, or so fine, so so, or whatever it might might have been. Chat casually with them. If you can seem, if you seem too pressuring with them wanting answers to your questions, maybe you're asking the wrong types of questions. Uh, pause if they don't seem to be engaging. So if they're not ready, don't 
don't try and run, you know, uh, offense on them. Just kind of like sit and wait. So next, give specific. Here are some specific questions from experts. How was your day, or what did you do today? Don't ask these. What did you like best about your day today? So that was number one on what recess. I've been trying to do. Yeah, recess. recess. Was there anything that happened? And then I'll turn around and say, what was the worst thing about today? Not you know, having recess. Not having recess. <laughs> was there anything that happened today that made you feel bad? Was the What was the most interesting thing that you learned in school today? Did you make a new friend? What's their name? What do you like about them? Is there anything you would like help with? Uh, what's your favorite thing to do during recess? So I, I oh, drilled ooh. down on that one. And I was going to say, I could answer recess to about every one of those she'd questions. She'd say, I don't know. And I'll say, monkey bars. I'm too little for the monkey bars. Okay, swings. Yeah, swings. Fine. So just at least it runs her through the paces. What was the silliest thing that happened today? My go-to is always to, did anyone get in trouble? And did anyone have to stand in the corner? <laughs> do they still do that? <laughs> stand in the corner? I think it's more of a clip up or it, clip down. Clip up, clip down. Okay. Yeah. Kind of. Oh, yeah, because yeah, we had the card system. Yeah, yeah. I'm kicking yeah. it old school, wanting to know if anybody had to stand in the corner. or <laughs> put, put their head down? Put their nose in chalk. Oh. Uh, yeah, I think one day earlier this week, Alea had to put her head down, maybe instead of, because it was so hot. And so it well, was. Not just her, but. Yeah, everyone. Yes. It was It was rest time. They took a little siesta. Uh, what do you like about I yourself? I wish I could have some of those sometimes. If you right? could be anyone for a week, who would you be and why? What are you grateful for today? What is something you would have liked to do differently today? More the, recess. These are going to be older kids. <laughs> yeah, longer. And then I did finally ask last night because she was having school. And when I got home, she was having – she shows you how much she's enjoying it because she's having school when she gets home. Um, she was giving quite the lesson. Yes. And so I did finally ask her, who's the smartest person in your class? And without a beat, she said, me. <laughs> so I'm like, well, okay. <laughs> yes, baby, and you are. I, and then I asked her about the opposite. Well, and she didn't have an answer for that, which was good. So that's good, uh, yeah. just worry about just worry about <laughs> yourself. So anyway, might be a way to engage a little bit better because kids are obviously going through a lot right now as they're – if we think it's hard getting back into the routine, you know, they're going through a lot as well. A couple of quick headlines. Cheetos has released a limited edition Nashville hot flavor. What was that? Oh, Dennis brought in those Doritos that was the... The, the roulette? The, the roulette Doritos. Mm-hmm. You, was, you liked, right? I ended up deciding that I liked them yeah. okay. Uh, yeah, Dennis... It felt like living on the Did you edge. ever go back and watch a clip to that? I thought we were going to have to call EMS for Dennis. Now, uh, (laughs) Mountain Dew has a new flaming Hot Soda, and I thought, this is preposterous. But then I I thought, you know, young people who will drink Mountain Dew and eat flaming Hot Chips just cut out the work and put the two together. See, now I might be in that realm, but no. Yeah? Mm. No, I'm not. I don't want spicy drink. That that does not sound. Nor do I. I need my drink to be palate cleansing, uh-huh. right? I need to get me back to baseline. Maybe give you a Baja Blast or, you know, some <laughs> connection there. But. Right. And, you know, a lot of states have been bargaining with people trying to get them to get their COVID vaccine. Whether it's the shot at a million or a bass boat or a truck uh, or guns. Like all guns. We've, we've been throwing all kinds of thing at people to get them incentivized to take their shot. A Washington jail 
is offering the incentive to their inmates that if they'll get their vaccine, they can get ramen noodles. I love this <laughs> and I so much. They could do this down at WKU and it'd be a hit. Right? <laughs> Who needs a million dollars when you can get a crate of ramen, you know, a pallet full of ramen to get you through the entire semester. So everybody, you know, everybody's motivated by different things. So got to get to a break. We'll come back. The water cooler questions up next here on In the Note. a ragged tent where there ain't no trees and that gospel group telling you and me it's love for the love saved for the love's traveling salvation show back up the babies and grab the old ladies and everyone goes cause everyone knows Did you know only 30% of people can flare their nostrils? Oh, I can. I can. When I read it this morning, I checked it to make sure I was in the 30% of people that can. Sam definitely can. So if all three of us can, that means the next seven people to walk in the front door can't. So when people come to pick tickets up later today, do I need to ask? <laughs> yeah, let's check that. Them. Let's yeah. do some unscientific mm-hmm. uh, research to find out uh, if that uh, holds true. Here's today's water cooler question. If you've not won in the last 30 days and you're 18 years of age or older, you qualify to win. You can have uh, some theme park tickets today, Kentucky Kingdom, Holiday World, Beach Bend, your choice, whatever works best for you. But you'll have to answer today's water cooler question by texting your answer to 270 270-259-6000. 270-259-6000. 46% of people say they would do this alongside a good friend. 46% of people say they would do this alongside a good friend. What is it? 270-259-6000. By the way, I think this particular thing is most always, maybe not, maybe not always, but most always a buddy system type thing. 46% of people say they would do this alongside a good friend. What is it? Text the answer to 270-259-6000. I'm saying largely you don't hear of people doing this, that they don't have a good friend involved. Hmm. Well, that takes out my answers. What about the guy, what about the 30-year-old guy now who was the baby on Nirvana's Nevermind? I think it's preposterous. Yeah. I would have, I might, might would have understood his claim if he hadn't been trying to milk his fame and notoriety out of it already. Yeah. So he, uh-huh. you know, you can it, come back later and then file suit against 17 people. Yeah, it's, it's I don't know. <laughs> Not, it's going to get thrown out quick, by the way. Baking it. NBC has a show called Making It. Nick Offerman and uh, Amy Poehler. Now a show called Baking It. Maya Rudolph and Andy Samberg will host a new holiday competition series. I like both of them. So Yeah, me too. They're good. 
So it's a baking show wrapped in comedy is basically what they're trying to uh, to do. Rob Lowe is going to host a Netflix comedy special called Attack of the Hollywood Clichés. All right. I like Rob Lowe. Fair enough. Re- I, I, I don't imagine. Does he do stand up, though? Uh, I've never known him to be a stand up comedian. He's funny. But he's I've funny, never but I don't see be. him being stand up. I don't yeah, know. Nor do I. He's Because yeah. he's hilarious. Yeah. Um, yeah, we've got a bunch of answers, but uh, no correct answer uh, yet. On and, the... and you know what makes me even better? Because he's a Cincinnati Reds fan. Rob Lowe is a Cincinnati yeah. Reds fan? Oh, yeah. He usually goes to at least one game a year. Sam, are you a Harry Styles fan? <sighs> Afraid not. You're not? Afraid not. Okay. You're not interested in uh, Harry Styles' new beauty line that he's coming out with? Uh, he, it will include think so. nail polish. You don't want <laughs> you know, to wear the same nail polish as Harry Styles? You know, I don't, I don't think that that's at the top of my to-do list. <laughs> okay. Just me, though. You do you. Uh, all right. This is more in your wheelhouse. The list of best and worst mascots is out. Yeah, I saw this, and I have a problem. You do this. have a problem? A big problem with this. All right. What's the problem? Uh, well, I think you can probably tell when you look at the graphic of the best mascots. Okay, the there best... is one that is grossly not even on the list of the best. Of the best, you think? Where is Big you Red? You think Big Red needs to be on there? No, no, I don't think there is. Uh, this list is unfactual without him. Oh, well. You can't tell me that any of these are better than Big Red. Apparently, somebody, somebody, some group somewhere disagreed. Uh, number one was Willie the Wildcat from Northwestern. I have a friend who's a Northwestern and a WKU guy, and I'm sure he would agree with me. Uh, I think I think Big Red is maybe certainly the most unique. I, yeah, I mean, I can understand if you put the Oregon Duck above him. Like, I get that. Classic. But who else are you going to put above him? Uh, well, um, I'm with you, Sam. Bill the Goat from the Naval Academy. I like Bill the Goat. Is he better than Big Red, though? I don't, I don't know. Um, now, can we agree that I think Pistol Pete from Oklahoma State, as far as the worst goes, maybe not is it maybe isn't the worst. I think Purdue Pete is the worst. Purdue Pete is just he's scary. Silly. He's kind of yeah. He's, now the Stanford tree is is uh, see, ba- and, and is I, badly awesome. Yeah, like see, it's I so terrible, it's good. But I think that's the point. Is yeah, it's supposed I think to be so terrible. Too. But I don't – the Nittany Lion is pretty bad from PSU. Yeah. Wouldn't you agree? And I mean, I, I don't even think the Demon Deacon is, is – I don't know. I just have a problem with this list. All right. Uh, if, you, if your number ends in 8293, matching tattoos. Matching tattoos is the correct answer. So if that's what you said, congratulations. Um, do you see what I'm saying? You, you don't hear very many people say, I'm going to get a tattoo by myself. Most of the time, you need a wing person. Yeah. yeah. Maybe not matching. You're but. probably not right. going to hear me say that regardless. So <laughs> but, <laughs> it'll, yeah. it'll be good. Me, me either. But I'm just saying, uh, of of the situations I'm aware of, there few times was it, I woke up this morning, I was all alone, I decided to go get a tattoo. Mm-hmm. That just doesn't really, doesn't really happen like that. And TikTok, so... Um, Miss Buckles, on Tuesday we talked about this when you were absent, but the milk crates uh, uh, escapades that I was showing you on Friday evening Mm -hmm. is part of the new TikTok challenge. So I showed you one particular video, but it's part of a TikTok challenge, and it's begging. You you laughed so hard at people falling off of these milk crates. (laughs) Yes. And it's funny. Um, To me. But milk crates, they're they're rigid and they're Mm -hmm. they're rugged. Mm -hmm. 
And TikTok is warning against the milk crate challenge amid reports of injuries across the country. Well, if you're dumb enough to do it, I think you kind of deserve it. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to laugh at you. Yeah, I don't think TikTok should necessarily have to do the warning. If you're dumb enough to eat Tide Pods, you right. should know better. But it did make me wonder, where are people getting these milk crates? Like, where I haven't seen a milk crate since school. I Yes. So, But they're seemingly so readily available. Are they... I mean, do businesses just have them left over and say you can have these? But listen, when you get to the top one, when you stack them on top of one another and you do about six high and people get up there, it you start shaking. It's, it's oh, funny. Yeah, no. we got to get to a break. We'll come back. Point to ponder, pearl of wisdom, chart toppers, and more coming up here on In the Know. She's a bad MD's point to ponder for today. What law or social rule completely baffles you? What law or social rule completely baffles you? All right, I'm too. Go. Really? I'll, th- I'll think. Go okay, for it. so ice cream in the pocket. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. Yeah, I thought of that one. Or white after Labor Day. <laughs> White after Labor Day. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. I think, but here's one I think you've, you, you're not considering that um, it amazes me about you is that when you're on an aircraft oh dear, and you arrive at the airport and you get to the gate. Yeah, everybody stands up. You think whoever stands up and can get to the front of the aircraft first <clears throat> should be able like you should just be able to stand up and run and crowd your way forward you don't think that you should go you should disembark row by row well thanks for calling me out but yes uh, yes every time you do that, that i'm just amazed like you you have flown I I don't know maybe a lot of hundred hundred probably not hundreds but but I'm always the first one to stand up flown a lot but yep. yes but you think because I had my stuff together I wish these people would hurry up that's Let's what you say get and on the move. I should be able to go ahead I'm ready to go and like, no matter what you they're not going to disembark from the back row to the front row it's always going to be the same but the way that you get your <laughs> hopes up every time like somehow this one will be different is remarkable to and me. And it never is different. No, it ends It ends the same. There's only one way to make sure you get off first. In, <laughs> in, in that same realm for me, is yeah. it's not really a rule, but it's a rule people need to follow, is if you're in a parking garage leaving after a game or something, you got to do, you know, one person gets let out, then another, and uh, then, you know, it's just the one at a time. The alternating. Yep. Yeah. Like that's like the unwritten rules that people need to follow. Listen, some of you people don't need to go to a ball game. You can't even get the double drive through at McDonald's, right? I mean, <laughs> yes, yes, just, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> that, that that one. It's not hard. <laughs> I it mean, really it, isn't. We do it so poorly. They have to put up a chain. Yes. Uh, <laughs> television tonight. Big Brother on CBS. Apparently, there's going to be a live vote tonight. Do they do live votes on Thursday nights? I thought it was they did live votes on. Nah, I get mixed up because we watch it on different days. You know, we never we don't watch it on I the day that it is. I don't know that it's always the same day of the week. Okay. I think it's 
like so HOH and then Vito and then they do live vote. Season three finale of Making It on NBC tonight and on A&E, the season two premiere of Kids Behind Bars, Life or Parole. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm just really impressed with the um, with the Paralympics in the way that they... By the way, the Paralympic athletes now are being compensated. For the first time ever, they're being compensated at the same levels that the, the uh, Olympics are. And uh, they're... Some of the marketing that they're doing is doing a lot to um, to destigmatize, and it, it, I have just been really impressed with the way that they're with the way that they're doing it, and to the level that they go to to classify people to give fair competition because they have a lot of different swimming categories. Like they'll say, "This is the S six preliminary." Well, in your book, you know what criteria you have to meet. Because some people are quadriplegic, some people are missing one limb, some people are. And then in the swimming last night, uh, it was actually from the night before, but I was watching it last night, some of them get in the water off the blocks, some of them start in the water, depending upon how they're classified. And I just, again, I just found it very remarkable on the complexity that is involved, but also the competitive level. Mm -hmm. So, anyway. Yeah, I'm going to try and watch some of it here this weekend. You can probably watch quite a bit of it on the NBC Sports app. They have their Olympic category, and there's probably quite a bit of it that's free uh, if you're so inclined. I know, Sam, you're not. You're a non-traditional television watcher. Correct. Yes. Correct. Today's highlight in history, this date in 1920, the 19th Amendment to the U.S. Constitution guaranteeing American women's right to vote was certified by Secretary of State Bainbridge Colby. In 1817, the University of Michigan was founded. The first televised Major League Baseball game was played this date in 1939. The Cincinnati Reds and the Brooklyn Dodgers at Ebbets Field. It was a doubleheader. Do you mm-hmm. recall that day, Sam? Yeah, oh yeah, I was yeah. there, front row. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you have the box score saved somewhere of that game? Uh, baseballreference.com, yeah. The Reds won the first game 5-2. to two, The Dodgers won the second game 6-1, to one, so they split mm-hmm. the doubleheader. It's a long time ago. It was a while ago. 1939. The Summer Olympics opened in Munich, West Germany, this date 1972. All right, let's get to, oh, Hurricane Harvey hit Texas this date 2017. It was that three-day storm. It just sat there for, you know, seemingly three days and just pounded Houston, the yeah. Gulf Coast mm-hmm. over and over and over. Birthdays today. Broadcast journalist Bill Whitaker is 70. I know you spend a lot of time since you all share a birthday with one another. Uh, oh, you don't yeah. even, he's mm-hmm. on 60 Minutes, so okay. I know you don't know that. Uh Melissa McCarthy is 51 today. Oh, wow. Share a birthday that's, with that's Melissa a good, McCarthy. Yeah. Good birthday twin. You celebrate a birthday with Macaulay Culkin. Oh. He's 41 today. So Big he's fan. a fan. You're younger okay. than you are. And uh, the comedian, actor, and writer John Mulaney, who is funny. Okay. He's 39 right. today. So you share a birthday with him. And you share a birthday with Princess Tiana. I do. I so, know, right? Happy birthday to Princess Tiana today. Uh, I know she was at least she was at least watching earlier today. So she was. Uh, happy birthday to her! Happy birthday to her! Happy birthday, Princess Tiana! Happy birthday to her! Mother Teresa was born this day in 1910. Not your mother Teresa or my mother Teresa, the mother Teresa. All right. You share a birthday with uh, Geraldine Ferraro, first woman to run for vice president. So you share a birthday with her as well. She was born well, in 1935. This is a really good day. Mm-hmm. There are also some really good chart toppers. From August 26th. Let's go to um, 1956. Patty Page. 
so shy, shy, shy. This is a song. Alec- Allegheny Moon. Allegheny Moon. Your silver name of the song. Can- <laughs> that uh-huh. probably your favorite chart topper from your birthday? Allegheny no. Moon by Patty Page? No. no. Okay. Uh, how about 1965? Getting the, better. The Beatles yeah, were number This is a good one. You know, I need someone. And this is actually an M2. Yes, I made <laughs> I paid special attention to not get a cover. Well, so long you couldn't find the Beatles catalog online. Anywhere, yeah. So a lot of links and references backtrack to covers, but this is actually them. Eric Clapton, number okay. one, 1974. So five years before you were born. Mm-hmm. Here was Eric good. Clapton with his number one single. Apologies, Sheriff Chaffins. <laughs> is, is this not his going to be his new that's, intro music? That's in poor taste. So, but I mean, I don't. I didn't create the chart toppers. So, 1983. Oh. The Eurythmics. Annie Lennox. She scared me to death in this video when she came out. I was like, oh. No. I was just. I've never. I'm not sure I've ever seen the music video to this. Goodness, she was scary. Well, first she was wearing a suit. Uh-huh. And then she had a crew cut uh-huh. and flaming hot Cheetos color hair. Uh-huh. <laughs> flaming hot Mountain Dew, too. Very androgynous. And it was like, oh, I don't know what to. Quite frankly, it made me nervous. <laughs> I don't know what to do with that. Let's go to 1992. Oh, dear. Guns N' Roses. And it's November rain. All right. In 2001, Janet Jackson, someone to call my lover. Love the way you lie. Eminem, Rihanna in 2010. And the get up. Blanco Brown, number one, two years ago today. Hope you're having and hope you have a great birthday. I am. Thank you so much. Um, And apparently, as I told you earlier, (laughs) apparently there's a secret at the end of the secret surprise at the end of the day. Those are always scary. Really glad (laughs) that Alea didn't squeal because when I told her about it, she was already buckled up, ready to go to school, by the way. And when Mm -hmm. I told her, she just beamed. She was like, yes. (laughs) I think she She, thought it might might be her birthday. It was was so good when I told her. (laughs) MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. The work you do when you procrastinate is probably the work you should be doing the rest of your life. (laughs) The work you do when you procrastinate is probably the work you should be doing for the rest of your life. When I I read that and thought about it, and I thought of the things I do when I'm avoiding doing something else, yep, yep, I I can definitely (laughs) see that. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Sam Gormley, for Beej, I'm MB, and now you're in the know.